Uh, now, uh, it's time for some musical entertainment, uh, of course, uh, at this time of the night. That's what we do. And uh, my next guest hails from Lotus River and is a graduate of the Cape Music Institute. He's played for musical greats such as Judas Sapuma uh, and Yvonne Chaka Chaka and fell in love with drums and percussion at just 11 years old. These days, he's an in-demand session musician. Uh, and the fact that he is so in-demand means that we are equally happy uh, to have Jason Ward in studio with us. Jason, welcome to Late Nights on Cape Talk. Oh, thank you so much, Anne. This is lovely to have you in studio with all your bits and pieces. Yeah, it's lovely to be here. Thank you so much. You hail from Lotus River, I'm told. That's correct. Yes. Talk to me about growing up in Lotus River yes. and music. So growing up in Lotus River was quite special because we have a lot of music there. Mm. And from a family... We have a lot of music starting in church, actually, with okay. church bands starting playing the drums in the church. And just growing up there with all the music that you get to listen to every day from the neighbors, from the people down the street. And it's just a joyous place to be with, surrounded with music and all of that. What was the music primarily that was in your house? Was it church music? Yes, because yeah. my mother is a strange church lady, so it was gospel always, but we managed to... Did you some sneak jazz. some, okay, what kind of, what stuff, like, give me some names that you were listening to. Okay, so what happened was, so there was Ron Canoli, so he was this big gospel artist that my mother used to listen to. And then out of his band, they started their own jazz band, which was called Canonia. Okay. So they were like the jazz band, so that was the first jazz band we could listen to. Because obviously because of him now being, and they started their own. So that was the first jazz band, because I was first a drummer, like just playing mm. drums. So when I listened to Kanoni, that's when I fell in love with the percussion. Because and then Alex Acuna was the percussion player for the band, and that's where I saw it for the first time. And actually I heard it as well for the first time. What age were you when you first... When I first... <laughs> 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 that's awesome. I was about... When I first, I was about 16, well, no, 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 I'm lying, I was about 11, 11, when I started playing the tambourine, so that's before I moved to Does drums. one really play the tambourine, Jason? Yes. Okay. So it's really a technique, actually. My mother's a tambourine is in the church at the moment. Hallelujah. So, so that is where you start, is from okay. tambourine, you start playing the tambourine, from the tambourine you will go to the drums. <laughs> well, some of us. Venture into, so there's different techniques to playing it. Okay, I I could. maybe later I'll I'll, I'll show you. One I would love it. you to. Do you have a tambourine with you? Actually, I have one with me. Let's do I, it now. Yeah, I brought my let's do bag a bit of, of tricks with me. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. So should I just move to this one? Yeah. But also, but okay, now yeah, I'm going to ask you mm. to help me out because I'm not gonna a problem, the sir. Tambourine, and then you're going to play the shaker that I I'm going to play the avocado. Yeah, I wish people could see the avocado. I do too. This, I genuinely <laughs> thought you had actually brought your own avocado then, and yeah. I thought, that's precious. <laughs> it is actually. But you can hear sound. So I'm going to pass it on to you, and then you're going you're gonna to give me this. <laughs> well, you say that. I'm going to try. Yeah. Okay, so, so what we, am I doing? See is that what I'm doing? Yes. Okay, fabulous. Yeah, that you're I natural, eh? Let me tell you a very, very brief story. When I was much, 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 much younger, I used to be in a band, and and I I was I was the singer. But on occasion, no, don't get excited. On occasion, I would be handed a shaker, and I would have to shake and sing. 
And let me tell you now, I am not a shaker and a singer. I'm either a shaker <laughs> or I'm a singer. Oh, For a black person, my rhythm is shocking. So <laughs> I I don't quite know how or why, but yeah, okay, I can do I can do that. So you just give me that, and then I'll give it to them. Oh no, I've lost yeah, it. So Show me again. <laughs> Back with the avocado. This is cut. One, two, three, four. Okay. One, two, three, four. <laughs> three, four, one, two. This I'll start playing. One, two, three, four. So there's, so there's different. So the first what one I'm playing. Why did you just do that? I've never seen that done on tambourine before in my life, sir. Yeah, so. The <laughs> <laughs> so it gets different, different. So the first one will be. So that's the first one. And this is the second one. So you can actually so praise you can Jesus. Actually, so you can actually bowl the lunges of the tambourine. Am I going to have a go at that now? Yes. Okay. I've got another one. So okay, have you? Okay. So I will play that one and you play that one. This is really exciting. If you are just joining us, by the way, I'm in studio with Jason Ward, who is percussionist extraordinaire. Oh. <laughs> Clearly. Okay, right. Am I even holding it correctly? So you're holding it correctly, so okay. we're going to do the first one, the first bit. Go again. <laughs> so you keep that, so you can't Am I even still on rhythm? Yes. Ready? One, two, so you're good actually because you kept it <laughs> I'm really not I couldn't hear <laughs> what was going on there I'm going to hand that uh, back to you uh, because I think you're the expert there so so you went from you went from tambourine to drums yes, was it in, was it love at first yes. so it was love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> so from the tambourine, I went to the dumps because I didn't want to, to explore more. Okay. And go more into studying rhythm, all the different grooves <laughs> and rhythms that there is. Okay. So from there, I've got some, um, actually, some more stuff that I will give you that. Because from the drums, it went to percussion because then I just wanted to, to learn more, 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 and more, and more, just go into it. More and more. And were you more. initially self-taught, or did, were you having lessons? So the thing is, I had no lessons. Mm. Never, I never. You never, never had any lessons. So when, when people see me play, they can't believe. Basically, I just took this and just started playing. That's just, phenomenal. Yeah. So I think it's just a God's gift. Yeah. <laughs> no, it must be. Must be. Yeah, okay. So from the drums, and then you wanted to broaden your. Please. Okay, and from there. So, 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 okay, so this is what I'm going to say. So, drums, so you get four lead, not lead instruments, but the core band, which is your drums, bass, keyboard, and guitar. Yeah. So, that's always your core band. Yeah. So, that's why like when I always like to say, I hope it's going to come out the way I wish it to come out, but when you make a brown stew. Yes. Like okay. A brown stew. A yes. stew. A st yeah, I'm with you. So, you put salt 
and pepper. Yeah. So that's like the core band is the salt and pepper. So then nowadays you get this thing which is called the knoll. That just yeah, adds exactly right. So the percussions is the knoll that brings that <laughs> extra you know, flavor flavor to it. So so from the drums you move over to the percussion because of the percussion fill the drums. So you need to understand drums to can play percussion because it fills in. So it fills in between the lines. Okay. So um, when the snare is on the two, your slap will be on the three. So it's in between. Will it? Yeah. So when you play, so the percussion will be. And that's yeah. what fills it and makes yes, it a makes rich it. stew. Yes. I like that analogy. Yeah, yeah that's an analogy <laughs> that I can, I can get yeah. my head around. Okay, yeah. so at what point did you decide this is what I want to do for a living? I decided from a young age, actually, in school, I was like, this is what I want to do. And how did that go down with the family? Well, it actually went down really well because of my brother, my older brother. Yes. He, he's a guitar player. So yes, he, he is. He used to be the guitar player for the late... Mm. So he was the one that f- that was fighting the battle because our mother uh, is a teacher. Okay. So that was really like, she's a teacher. So he was the one that kind of like paved. So when I came, she was like, oh, just go. But she really So he'd already done yeah, the fighting. He did and so then you I kind came, of went behind yeah, him. Behind him. Mm. And that's how it came. But our mother, she supports us really our parents that's a beautiful thing because it's not everyone's parents who would want their children to be musicians in what is a very precarious industry true that (laughs) it is actually (laughs) but yes our mother supports us really a lot so so he was the one that introduced me to jazz and all the music and then started following him started going with him to gigs and that's when i fell in love and people saw me also playing. And is jazz your thing? Is that where your heart is happiest? Yes, Afro jazz. Afro jazz. Yeah. Okay. So it's, so it's our Afro sound just fused with the American jazz. Yeah, and no, I love it. Yeah. So, so I love Afro jazz. Like that is my music. I believe that it's our music. Um, that is why I love it. Because even the rhythms is different. Like when you mm. feel six eights and all the stuff, it's really beautiful the rhythms. Like. You'll get the normal four four, which is one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. But then you'll get the African rhythm, which is a six, it is one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six. So if you see African people dancing, I mean, you can say, see, so you get one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, because that just already creates a vibe. So then you just move from the. I'm mesmerized by what's happening in front of me. Okay, so what was your first big break? Like, what what was your first paid, the first First time that you paid, (laughs) were paid, rather than you just were going, I'll do it. So what happened was, I was in school. Wow. And then my brother was in this band um, called Inkukele at the time. So Inkukele and Freshly Crown at the time... Mm. With the two bands that were actually like competing, like festivals and gigs and stuff. So their drummer, Ikukele's drummer, he left the band. And this is now passing on the baton to me. So that's when I got my first break and my first gig. But just a year later, the band broke up. Uh, we could have, we should, we would have had a nice look at which freshly ground today. But yeah, so that's what happened. But you were doing okay. Yeah. I mean, you're not doing too badly, are you? <laughs> Yeah, but it's years actually that 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 um, build up and made it to. But it's also about just keeping it because it wasn't always nice, you know. I saying there was really tough times mm. in the music industry. 
So I managed to survive those what they call it the seven swayara, seven swayas, and then that's when you kind of like because now people know you, and it's also I wouldn't say street cred, but it's kind of like a street cred, so people know you. So this one will tell that, and that's when you start getting all the calls, like becoming a demand season musician, and those stuff like which I'm, and I'm really grateful for that. I, like I don't take anything for granted. Like I'm in that stage now where people phone me and say, "We want you to do this or this." Or Give that. me some names. I mean, I know, but I want our listeners to know the so names of people that are phoning you. So okay, so I'm going to tell a funny story. So uh, so I used to live in Joburg. Did you? Yes, for a short period of time. So this story, I was rehearsing at Pyramid Studios, which so is where that is in Joburg. That is in CBD. Okay. So it's Soul Candy Record is there. Where you used to do so I was with Judas Boom at the time. Mm. I was in her band, so I was a percussion player. Were you with Judas Boom? I did yeah. not know that. So I was in her band. So this guy comes. Um, How we're old are break. you? That's something I don't talk about. Do you really <laughs> stop it? Because you, you, because you're saying you were with Judas Boom, and I'm like, this dude is definitely many, many years younger than me, and I'm, yeah. and I freely talk about my age. So I'm 26. You are young. Yes, so I am. So I started very really young. Good for you. All right. So, so there you are. So what happened was, so um, our percussion player, he went out, he went to go do something with, with Sakira, and then I got to stand in for him. So we were having a break, so we were sitting in the foyer, and this guy came to me and said, listen, man, he said, um, we're recording an album, man. Can you record with us? So I said, okay, cool. He said, listen, just when you're done there, you just come to the studio next door, and then we'll just record. Something quickly, man. Is it, is it cool? I said, okay, cool. But now I don't know this guy. <laughs> so this guy used to call me Jay. Right. He used to call me so. Jay. Yeah. So I go around, so we record. Like half an hour. And that was the song, La Vida of Mikasa. That was Jay something. That was before he was, he was legit. He was just the manager of the Pyramid Studios where we rehearsed at. Jay was? Jay something was the manager. So he was the one rolling up the cables and all the stuff. Wow. For us and bring, so he said, listen man, I'm doing this album and could, can you record with me? He used to call me Jay. Right. He used to call me Right. So he said, can you come record? So I said, okay, cool. So we're next door. And then we recorded the album and that was the song that I played the live percussions on. It's on La Vida. So it's a track La Vida, which I just went and, and recorded. And then we had some few gigs and then I moved back to Cape Town and that's when they went on and became Became so, Mikasa, yes. the people that we love and know. So, so Moti and Duda, Duda was just working at the studio. He was one of the pro- producers. So he had the, the song, um, Change. I think it was the one with Arzi Benjamin, Change the World or something. Like. Okay. Yeah, like one of those house songs. And then Moti was just a guy that used to come there. And then Jay was the manager of the studio. So he was sitting in the foyer. So, and then they started that band. And then I recorded with him. But obviously that time it was like, who's this people? Because I mean, I'm playing with Judith Puma, which is like kind of like. How was that? That was really beautiful because I mean, she was, she's much older than me. And I mean, but the way she was like with me was really fun. She didn't make me feel that I was young mm. and that I'm young. You know what I'm saying? She. I mean, when you are performing and working for, I guess, an artist on that level, mm. one would assume that you would, you could potentially become very intimidated and. Um, are you that type of person? You don't seem like you necessarily would be. Yeah, I'm not actually because well, obviously I do like respect the other people, but I'm mm. really like behind the scenes. But I was also like, 
I'm sure that I know my work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That I'm like, yeah. yeah. And they could be, because the thing is, when you first play, people will first be like, you know, so they first check you out, they won't speak until they can actually hear what you can do. And that's when they open up. So I kind of got used to that. So when I see someone for the first time, you just kind of like this, okay, like this person is not going to talk to me first, just do what I do. And that's what throws him. And then I'm like, oh my word. And that's when you start talking to them. So let me tell you another funny story. Do so I was sitting this Friday night at my friend's place <laughs> and I get the call. And this guy that's on the phone, he's like, Jason, where are you now? So I said, I'm at my friend's place. He says, listen, can you come to my house now? I said, okay, cool. Man. So I take a drive to this guy's house. So I get there. So I, so I come and he gives me a page and a pen. He says, how many songs do you know of me? Just write it down. So I'm like, okay. I write down the songs that I know of him. So I write it down. He looks at the page. He says, what is your ID number? I said, no, I don't know my ID number. Let me just phone my mother. So, <laughs> so I'm calling my mother. Mommy, I have my ID number. So my mom sends it through, so I give it to him. She says, listen, meet me at the airport tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. And that was Jimmy Dudu. So I get to the airport the next morning, 8 o'clock, like for that entire night, I didn't sleep. I was like, oh my word, Jimmy Dudu, like, this is really big. So the whole night I'm sitting the next morning, as my mother's dropping me, he pulls up, same time. She's like, hey, come in. So he's got his guitar, I've got my stuff. And I'm young, so we're walking in. Um, so there we get to see the rest of the band. Guys were like, yeah, how's it? So we went to Joburg, took a flight to Joburg, and then we went to Polokwane because it was a festival. But his drummer that I, that I knew had, like, he, he was playing with, what's the, what's the Dana. Mm. So there, they had another gig. So like, they didn't know if he's gonna make it in time. So they kind of brought me with, just in case, like, if he makes it in time or not. Which he didn't make it in time, so I got to play the gig. For 5,000 people, big festival, right through the night in Polokwane. But, so we got to Joburg, and then we had like, there's, I think it's another two hour drive. We're just under two hours to Polokwane. And I mean, me and him, we were, we were sitting next to each other, and he was talking to me, and that was so nice because I, what he told me was like, he said he used to have a picture of Jimmy Blue, I mean, of George Benson, in his room, and he said one day, that is what is, wanna be like, and like for that whole road trip, he was, he was talking to me and encouraging me just, you know, do it. And I mean that, that time I was, I think I was 16 or 17. <gasps> what? Yes. You were 16? Yes, yes, yes. When I was How did he have your number? So what happened was he, my brother, he bought a guitar for my brother. And then, um, he saw me playing drums with bands and things like that. I so. mean, that, that story is the kind of thing that would make grown man weep, grown men weep. It would be like, they would give anything for that to have happened. And you were 16 years 16 old. 16 years, we That's point. amazing. Yeah, so, and he's just like, don't worry, you just get on, cause I, cause I was telling you, I'm so young, like, this is a big platform, I mean. I was, was wondering why you didn't know your ID number, that was, <laughs> but, but yeah. now you've explained, you were 16. 16 so, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, did I have my ID? I think I had a butt. No, I think I had my ID. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was, yeah, so I said, well, there's a big platform. And that's when he spoke to me and he said, oh, don't worry, just go on there. You just, you just, you just do you. You just go on there. And got on the stage, 5,000 people. Um, and they called his name, the people went crazy. I was like, oh, what? Like, I'm on the stage with a superstar mm. and we just nailed the gig. And uh, when I came over, people were like, ooh, who's this young guy, man? 
who's this young guy? And that was really something amazing. And that's when I started working with some of his band guys like Jonathan and Lucas Kumala. So I still work with him, with those guys. Because he lives in Mozambique. He's not here anymore. Mm. So yeah, so that was one of the stories. And then from there, things just went, obviously... Up and down, up and down, and then I got a call, another call. <laughs> Wait, I want to stop you there. Up okay. and down, up and down. What do the downs look like in the music industry? What does that... Downs look like when you don't get gigs and no one books you, and it's like just, like, okay, where's everything now? Like, where did everyone go? Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's when you start wondering, are you still a musician when the, a month sure. or two goes by and you didn't even have one gig? And then you're like, oh my word. Am I still in the industry? So what happens? I was at home this morning and then, um, watching TV, chilling, you know, and my brother calls me. He says, listen, man, I needed to be in Joburg tomorrow morning because I got, I got a gig for you. You need to take the bus this afternoon and then drive right through the night to Joburg because I got a gig for you. So I went, got the ticket. Drove to Joburg from the bus, went to his place, just changed, and then I went to rehearsal. So, so on like the bus ride to Joburg, I had to learn all the music, and that was for the band Jamali. Then I got to play with them. Then I came in the morning from Cape Town, and then went, and that's when I had the opportunity of playing with them as well. Can I ask you a question yes. that might appear very stupid, but you have to bear in mind that I'm not okay. a percussionist, as we've okay. just <laughs> as we've just proven. Yes. How does what, how does a percussionist learn music? So, because, because the thing is, I, I play drums as well. So I'm actually like in between both because I'm a drummer as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So like I learn also, I learn from the drums to the percussion because the thing is, some people call me to play drums, some people call me to but play percussion. But what does that look like? Like I'm imagining if you're a guitar yeah. player, you could just kind of, you chords, either, yeah, yeah chords yeah, and stuff. This is chords, okay, this is the structure. Yeah, exactly. But you just learn the structure of the song, songs, which mean if it's an intro, there's an intro, there's a verse, verse one. Sometimes you get a pre-chorus and a chorus, second verse. So you just learn the structure of the song. I get it. Okay. And that's when you know, okay, where are you going? So this is a groove. A rum shot is for verse. Open snare is for chorus. Bridge, you always move over to the right. So that's how you kind of work it out. And if it's with percussion, intro will always be playing shakers, you know, bells and stuff because it's intro. Yeah, talk, that's what I want to know. What else? Apart from an avocado and a, and a, and a tambourine, what else? Yeah, so I've got like, can you just pass on from, um, so I've got like different, um, okay, this is also another shaker like. Oh, I love those. Yeah, it's just a different, a different stuff. I love a maraca. So what? So this you is really a You really did bring awesome a whole stuff. load of stuff to play with. Yeah, this is so awesome. So that's a, so that's a, so that's that. I mean, give me, um, give me the bell. I should just say, if you are just joining us, I'm in studio with the percussionist and drummer, uh, Jason Ward, uh, who is telling us the most fantastic anecdotes about his career thus far. And he's also bought um, a room full of goodies <laughs> to play with, which is very exciting. What yeah. else have you got? So this is like bells. So this oh, this okay. is what you use more for intros, like, you know, starting to... Or Christmas. Yeah, or Christmas, yeah. <laughs> People always make fun of it, it's Christmas. <laughs> so then just give me, just give me, so that's what I want to say. I use this in the intro, so I, so I use kind of like, um, which is... That looks like something that Dr. Eve sells. What is that? What's that? But what does that signify? So I'm going to tell you something now. Mm. 
So when you become into percussion and studying, and obviously when you don't have sometimes <laughs> the funds to buy instruments, you make instruments. Okay. Like my first shakers I made with rice and a bottle. That just with a gig of Judas, I didn't even have shakers or gear. Like I just took bottle, put in some sh- some um, rice, and then made my own shaker, just tapered clothes, just for the sound. So this particular <laughs> thing is a bell that I use. Oh yeah. So this is from a bicycle, you know the bike that you get? Yes. Yeah, so this is just like... So that's what I use as an instrument. So I would sometimes... My mind is blown. So what I'll do, it will be something like this. Wait, let me just correct from this guy. Wow. So yeah, so so... So you're improvising? Yes. All the time? I love a cowbell. I love that. Yeah, so that. And then I've got a block as well. Okay, this is a wood block. And like, in an average gig, how much of this stuff are you? So it depends because obviously on on the music as well, because on the genre of music, that is also the thing. So when I do, when I get called to do pop gigs, like the, like the popular youth, like top who? 40... Like who? I mean, like, when I do, like, these grand arena shows, like, maybe, like, with Alice Isabel, them, those those guys, so they've got, like, this pop thing. Then I don't use, because the pop music doesn't have all of this. This yeah. is more African style. So yeah. when I get a gig from Jimmy or, like, African Judith, then I would use most of it. So it depends on the gig. So I'm like, okay, what is the gig? I listen to the music. So I've got a big bag at home, so with a lot of tricks. I didn't just bring half of it. Okay. So then I, so then I know what to take. So I would listen to the music and kind of, yeah, okay, what is it? What elements is it? And that's when I pack, okay, this is what I'm going to use for the gig. This is what I'm going to do. And then I just take. So I've got like a big bag that I always drag along with more. When it comes to you, you've mentioned like some, some really big names but what for you when you're performing um, with with another artist mm. what is it about or I'm trying to I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> what I want to ask is who's your favourite and I know that that's really politically incorrect so <laughs> what what qualities does an artist have that makes you think yes I want to work with them again like this is someone okay. I really enjoy working with I get the call and I go oh it's great because it's yeah. Jeremy Olivier or whoever, who I love, by yeah. the way. Oh, Jeremy. Ah, oh, I love him. So let me tell about Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy is a guy that I really love because just because of his personality. Mm. Just, he's Beautiful just person. such an amazing person. He's just always so, so genuine. Mm. And whenever he calls me, I'm like, oh, Jeremy, and I would like answer the phone. So he's one of my favorite guys. It would be him. It would be my brother, Cameron. Um, but Jeremy, it's just nice. We were in Durban. Um, I think a month or two ago. So we went to Durban because he has a collaboration with Ladysmith Black Mambaza. Mm. So it was their festival and then they brought us down. So it was kind of nice because to see Ladysmith Black Mambaza as well. <laughs> so Jeremy is really amazing. Even his style of music is oh, because I I, in his band, I play both at the same time. So it's wow. also a different, a different style. So it's not just, um, I'm not focusing on on one instrument, so I'm playing both at the same time. So it's so it's the whole thing that I needed to to get into, and that like it stretched me, and that I I enjoyed about it. So whenever he calls me, well, actually I'm playing with him next week. Actually, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. Gig next week, yeah, somewhere in town, I think. Yeah, we're playing next week. Nice. 
So, so yeah, so Jeremy is one of the, one of the, one of the guys. And obviously these, like I said, my brother Cameron, um, even to work with David. So David Kramer is really, I'm currently in yes. the, in the show Lang, Arm. So how ago. are you here? So we don't have a show on a Tuesday night. Ah, started in February. So okay. yeah, so are you enjoying that? I actually am. Is you it know, a change of pace for you to do a kind of musical theatre thing? It is actually. Yeah. And also, I've I've been stitched because I'm playing both at the same time. So I'm playing drums and percussion. So I've got a weird setup, <laughs> which I had to get used to. Right. But it's nice because it was like we in already four months. Yeah, this is our fourth month. Would you recommend it to go and? Because I haven't seen it's it. It's really yet. beautiful. Is show, it really music wise? David is just phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it's my first time working with him. Such an amazing guy. I he mean, really is. He, the way he treats us as as youngsters, he won't make you feel that you were young. Like he treats you equally. I nearly killed him once. Sorry. I nearly killed him once. Why? Uh, it was a complete accident. I ju- I, I'm only telling the story because you mentioned his name. But I was driving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was driving, and I and I wasn't. I mean, I was paying attention. Let me not say I was. I wasn't paying attention. But I uh, just something happened, and before I knew it. He was in it and the hat and everything. Yeah. And I looked up and it was him. And I thought, imagine being oh. the person. Was he walking? Yes. Yeah, he loves walking. walking loves walking. Yeah. Loves walking around Camps Bay. He's there yeah, all, the time, he's, all, he's, the he's, he's all the time. All the time. And, and, I, and I, as I looked up, my first thought was, imagine if you're the person that kills David Karma. Did he have any, I, I think he, he didn't have any red shoes. Huh? I, I don't know. I was only I looking was kind of... It was the hat, and I knew it, and I sort of was saying, oh, I'm <laughs> desperately sorry, and he bumbled off. You know off. What, what I really love about him is, is even like that hat, he has, he has it every day, even when every we were rehearsing. And also what I, I took away from him was a suit every day. Mm. When you see him, he, he has on a suit every day. And I was like, yeah, I was mesmerized. I was like, yeah, every day. I've got so much, so many different suits, like every day. He's sure. got, and he's walking, he loves walking actually. Yeah. He always comes walking. So yeah, so he's amazing man. He's just um and he gave us freedom, you know, like to to can play with the instruments because obviously it was the first time in one of his musicals where there was percussions in. But then also I got the gig from him through a good friend of mine, Jonathan Rupain. Mm. So I played with him And then David came to watch one of his shows It was last year uh, Cape Jazz's Liquor Which was at the Baxter okay. And that's where David saw me And that's where you and that's how you got the gig So what I want to say about that is So obviously after Discovering all these instruments I thought okay what next For me To can have a like longevity career mm. in music. obviously because you can't just focus on playing so that's when I started um, discovering showmanship so which I don't know if you've seen me perform you can just check on on Instagram so it's not music or Facebook like video clips so when I'm on stage I'm like I'm just this whole showman like yeah dancing and all this stuff and, and <laughs> so yeah so I kind of like ventured into that and that's when David was like, oh, I like us, your stage presence. And what I also admire about David is when you see him perform, he's always like with that guitar, you know, he's always there. Mm-hmm. And, and that I love because my thing is, if you give passion to people, people are going to receive it. But if you're just going to be on stage like this one, 
and not even smile, people are not going to engage with you. So you need to like engage with them. Because like, when you enjoy it, they are going to enjoy it. Mm. And that's when you feed off each other's energies. So whenever I, I go on stage, that is my, my main goal is to make sure that is positive energy that I bring through. And that's why people love watching me. Like my brother sent me a message Message this morning that was really kind of like that. I don't take for granted. He said this guy, <laughs> this guy, he has a gig in Chauba, but obviously, because I'm in, in Lang Arum, so mm-hmm. I can't do the gig. So the guy sent the message. He sent a screenshot. I wish I can show you the screenshot, actually. Can I show? Okay, but I, I need to say. So then the guy said, like, oh, okay, I'm coming to watch the show. And the guy was, why is the ticket so expensive? So he says, like, oh, it's three course meal and blah. <laughs> so then the next message is, the guy says, can you please bring Jason on percussion? And that was like, wow to me. Hmm. Because it, it meant that, that I'm doing something good that people actually want to, mm. want to see me perform. And that was like really hot. Waking up to a message like that, it's really, really, really makes what's been the highlight for you i mean you've mentioned so many things there that i can't imagine that i mean what do you have a highlight of your career thus far i would say all, all of them are because i enjoy every gig that i do and like yesterday i had to do a press kit for one of my upcoming gigs and as i was doing that gathering all the pictures i was like all of this are highlights because that was the question. All of this are highlights. And I know it's, uh, I'm currently the touring drummer for Yvonne Chaka Chaka as well. So that's also like sure. amazing for me. And, and Do so you like traveling? Sorry? Do you like traveling? I actually love it. And especially with her because I, I get to see beautiful countries like Ghana, all those, like Zimbabwe. So I'm traveling all those beautiful Ethiopia. I'm so envious. Actually, in a nice way, amazing. I'm envious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And know. also playing that music, actually. I mean, I mean, you, well, you would know that all those, those music of our back in the day, mm. like used to hear on the radio, like playing it, there's always like, and seeing the people go crazy for, 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 for all those beautiful songs. And it's just, I don't want to mention one, but all of those beautiful. You music. seem very content in the career that you have chosen for yourself. Yes, I am. Like, it's, well, I think it chose me. I don't know. Mm. I think it chose me. And that is why I'm grateful for it. To be able to can have the gift just to can make music and be able to can be a light to people. Obviously, because what I always say is also that if you look in today's society and like news and all this stuff, everything is always, all majority is negative. Mm. So it's our responsibility as entertainers to kind of bring the positive vibes over. So that is why I'm always big on positive vibes, going on stage, giving my peace, making sure that for the two hours that these people are watching me, they don't have to think about all the negativity that's around us and that's going on. So... I just want to speak positive vibes. Even where I live in Lotus River, it's obviously it's so eerie with this. But I always try to just have have a positive outlook mm. and know that one day things will change and that I can be that light. Because a lot of people come who would send messages and say, you know what, after seeing you, it gave me a different perspective of life. Mm. Like I used to be maybe a morbid person, but seeing you, how you enjoy your job, that made me like the next person enjoy her or his job 
And that is what I love because obviously people always wait after the show just to talk to, and that I appreciate because that's when I get to hear what the people the views about me, and things like that, and that warms my heart, and that makes me feel like tomorrow I'm gonna even do better and go out and do much more better for them. So. It has been such a pleasure having you in studio. Uh, this has been so such much. a great conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. I've I've learnt how to play the avocado. I've learned. <laughs> I still have two. She wants to do. I still have time for those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, we have so, got time. So what do are you I move? Do? Have, yeah. do you move wherever you need to move, okay. sir? One, two, three, four. Listen, we really do have to end it now, but yeah. uh, we, we, we ended on, an, on a real high. That was an absolute Aww. treat. Please come back and see us again soon. I, I know you're very, very busy, um, but yeah, it really has been a pleasure to have you in studio. Oh, Thanks thank for joining us. Thank you so us. much, Sean. I really appreciate it.